Federal agents raid five Denison area homes and businesses in Guns Probe. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Blake with KSOM, KS95 News, the FBI, and the ATF served search warrants at five locations across West Central and Southwest Iowa in connection with an ongoing investigation into alleged federal firearm law violations. On Wednesday, federal agents raided the home of Brad Went of Denison, along with his gun stores in Denison and Anita. They also raided a rural property in Manning and a location in downtown Adair, where Went also serves as chief of police. Federal officials have not released any further details and indicated the warrants are part of an extensive, ongoing investigation. Iowa traffic fatalities continue an upward trend. Iowa State Patrol Trooper and District 4 Public Information Officer Shelby McCready says so far in 2022, 216 people have died on Iowa's roadways, six more than at the same time one year ago. Trooper McCready says one thing the Iowa Department of Transportation is doing is categorizing where these fatal crashes are occurring. The trend is going the wrong way. So one of the things that they're doing is looking at where these fatal crashes are taking place. I think people have a misunderstanding of where danger zones are. You know, you talk about high risk areas, you talk about um, where these fatal crashes are happening. And of the 216, 154 this year have occurred in what is categorized as rural areas. McCready says most of these traffic fatalities are not occurring in the high-volume traffic danger areas. So the vast majority of these crashes are not happening in what people consider you know, high-volume, high-traffic danger areas. They're happening out on our roadways that you know really are out in the middle of nowhere. Trooper McCready says urban fatal crashes have claimed the lives of 62 people and 36 of them are motorcycle crashes. You know, everybody considers the high traffic times as May, June, July, and August. But September in 2019 was the deadliest month um, for that calendar year. And in 2020 and 2021, it was the third deadliest month. So, you know, September has been a rough month for us historically. So we want to get the month off on a good foot with having zero fatalities over our Labor Day weekend. Trooper McCready says, do not misunderstand where the dangers are. There are hazards everywhere, despite the type of roadway. On Wednesday, Cass County Auditor Sarah Harris submitted her resignation to the Cass County Board of Supervisors. In February, longtime auditor Dale Sunderman resigned, and following the interview process, Harris was appointed to the position. Harris submitted the resignation letter to the board Wednesday, but Board Chairman Steve Beyer released this statement to KSOM, KS95 News. Uh, No, we did not act on that, and this is one of those things right now we're conferring with uh, other parties that are involved in this, including the Secretary of State, uh, because this was uh, unfilled or appointed uh, position and the election in November would have filled that. The newly elected would have taken office 10 days after the election, not on January 1. And because of things that could happen election-wise, if there had to be a recount or anything like that, uh, it was discussed it might be best to have 
the auditor that has to oversee the election in that office at the times afterwards when there may be questions about the election. Also, uh, November, the budget process has already started, and that's a big job for the auditor's office, and it would be best if the new auditor was in place at the beginning of that process rather than getting on board after the process has started. And for a number of those reasons, uh, Sarah graciously offered to step down. We haven't taken action on it yet because, as I said, we've got to make some arrangements with all parties involved. Uh, They've got to give notice to present employers and so forth so that we can make this transition as smooth as possible. On August 17th, the Cass County Republican Party released information about a special nominating convention on August 16th. According to the press release, the Republican Party met to nominate the Republican candidate for county auditor on the November ballot. The Cass County Republicans nominated Kathy Summers of Atlantic. Creston Police Department report the arrests of 33-year-old Chelsea Leisner and Tommy Lynn O'Neill of Creston on charges of fifth-degree theft. Also, 20-year-old Kaysen Hewlett of Lennox charged with failure to appear. And 21-year-old Breck Nathaniel Lowe of Creston arrested Tuesday for domestic abuse assault. Several arrests from the Cass County Sheriff's Office. 39-year-old Trent Sewer of Walnut for driving while barred. 48-year-old Jeffrey Etter of Atlantic charged with driving under suspension and another traffic offense. 51-year-old Stanley Roselle of Lewis charged with harassment third degree. Cass County Sheriff's Office arrested 59-year-old Paula Getch of Atlantic for OWI third offense. 58-year-old Douglas Bissell of Atlantic charged with simple assault. 53-year-old Edward Davenport of Atlantic arrested for possession of a controlled substance with intent to deliver. Possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, keeping a vehicle or premise for controlled substance use, and drug tax stamp violation. Also, uh, authorities responded to an accident at the 67-mile marker of Interstate 80 on August 27th at 2.08 a.m. A 2008 Chevy Impala operated by Braden Friday of Pleasantville was traveling east in the leftmost lane, crossed over into the right lane, striking an eastbound 2020 Chevy Spark driven by Kevin Shamber of Riverside, Illinois. There were no injuries in that accident. Guthrie County Engineer Josh Seaburn updated the Board of Supervisors on the Safe Streets and Roads for All statewide grant application. Seaburn said 97 of the 99 counties in the state are participating. So this grant is going to be submitted uh, here shortly. And we haven't got it yet, so this is this is what the grant is for. So we're applying for, and then once the safety plans are in statewide, then we'll able to pool our resources statewide to get safety funding for signs, paved shoulders, different striping, rumble strips, a wide variety of things that could be potential that we can pool our resources to get better chance of getting those dollars. The new infrastructure law established the SS4A program with up to $1 billion available in fiscal year 2022. The program provides grants to prevent roadway deaths and serious injuries. 
Cass County Sheriff's or the Cass County Engineer's Office, I should say, is closing 610th Street, roughly a half mile north of Oxford Road, starting tomorrow for a bridge replacement project. Crews are replacing the existing bridge with a twin 12 by 12 by 78 reinforced concrete box culvert. The detour is via Miami Road, 620th Street, and Oxford Road. The work is expected to take about two months. More news online, including Governor Reynolds signing the Harvest Proclamation on our website at westerniowatoday.com. That's in regards to weight limits and transportation of agricultural commodities on state highways during the fall harvest. That story and others are posted at westerniowatoday.com.